Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Today on the Christian Car Guy show, we are talking junk. <laughs> yes. Where else on a Christian network would they consider talking junk? I'm telling you, American Pickers has nothing on us because we have our very own Christian young junkyard guy. <laughs> but today we are talking junk. Specifically, when did your hope, your dream, you know, something that you had wished for, that special car, you really, this was the one you always wanted, but when you bought it, you have to admit it didn't take long and you realized what you'd bought was a piece of junk. Well, such was the case for me and my Opal GT. Yes, since I was a little boy, I wanted that little baby Corvette. My father had brought one home when they were brand new, and I just thought someday when I'm old enough, I'll be able to to buy myself an Opal GT. So I saved my money, and and I you know did all those things when I was about 20 years old. There it was in the Albuquerque newspaper. For sale, 1969 Opal GT, banana yellow. <laughs> I was so excited. This was my dream car. But then, uh-oh, I have to admit. <laughs> oh, did I pour money into that car, Bob? I mean, it was pitiful. I cannot tell you how many things I ended up having to do with that car. In fact, that was the car that the drive shaft literally fell out have you ever had that happen to a car back when we had rear-wheel drive cars? The drive shaft would fall out, and it 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 was like you were going to, um, at the Olympic Games, doing a pole vault. The car leaps into the air <laughs> because the drive shaft digs into the pavement and, and pole vaults your car. That was my Opal GT. I've seen them come loose on both the Intrabi and roll right out into the side ditch before. But I know what you're talking about, about the pole vaulting thing, because it's happened before we disconnected the drive shaft and then, uh, it kind of dislodged and got fell down out of the hangar. And, uh, yeah, it, it's not a pretty sight, but I put a rear end in my Opal GT. I put a transmission in my Opal GT. It was, it was my dream car, but it turned out to be junk. So we're asking you today. When did your dream car or anything else for that matter, turn to junk? You call in. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. It doesn't have to be a car necessarily, just something that you dreamed, you hoped, you wished. <laughs> but then when you got it home, it didn't take long, and you determined you had bought yourself a piece of junk. You call in, you share that, 866-348-7884. Bless us with your story, really. We would love to hear it. The Lord's putting it on your heart to call us. You call us. 866-34-TRUTH, if you're digitally gifted, but here to help us out. Naturally, today with such a topic, we have our very own Christian junkyard guy, Bob from 109U Pullet, and I'm anxious to hear what Bob's going to share today. Bob's going to tell us how he separates the wheat from the chaff, so to speak. How do we know what cars get crushed and which cars get their parts harvested, so to speak? So welcome, Bob. Good morning, brother. It's great to see you. I've got to ask, wasn't that a tight fit? 
six five of you getting in an <laughs> Opal GT? Did you get in or did you put it on? <laughs> well, Bob, it's even funnier than that because if to know me was when I was about sixth grade, I I grew to you know six foot five inches tall, and my inseam was like a, a 34, 36, but my waist was twenty six inches. So my mother searched all over the city of Chicago to find me a pair of pants. And the only pants she could find me <laughs> were bright yellow corduroys. And so for that whole school year, believe me, Bob, the only pair of pants I had were these bright yellow corduroys. I had to wear them every day. And guess what my nickname was? Banana pants. <laughs> 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 and so there was Banana Pants slipping himself into that banana yellow Opal GT. <laughs> but anyway, Bob, it's going to be fascinating. We're going to hear how he separates the wheat from the chaff with some of these cars. You've had some surprises over the years, haven't you? Lots of surprises, brother. Sometimes the very worst looking thing that comes in there, you think, well, that one's going straight in the press. But we crank, we try to crank them all before so we know what kind of heart they have. Uh, by heart, I mean the engine. And, uh, several times through the years the ones that look absolutely the worst they were parked because they looked bad you know and because the fenders were falling off or a suspension problem or something like that and deep inside underneath all the rust and cobwebs and stuff there's a perfect running engine there was a, a diamond a diamond in the rough <laughs> amen brother amen. so we're gonna hear more from that on how you separate the weed from chaff and then at the bottom of the hour we have Ford sales analyst Eric Merkel with us, and he's going to be sharing some big changes they're seeing up there in Detroit of the type of vehicles Americans are buying. You know, the days of the SUV and some of that stuff may be changing. They're seeing some big changes. We're going to hear from Eric and see how those changes may affect you. And then at the end of the show, in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding, and speaking of harvesting parts for old cars, well, I was studying Isaiah 17 this week, and I became all too aware that there is a harvest coming on the earth, and it's not necessarily going to be talking about the good one there. The Lord really did give me some insights into that harvest I'd never seen before, and I'm going to get to share that coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. Hi, I'm Robbie Dillmore, the Christian car guy, 35 years in the retail automobile business. But more importantly, your brother in Christ, the Christian Car Guy Show, is changing the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for, no debt. It's watching those people buy cars and go into tremendous amounts of payments and all that stuff, huge debt that was a heartbreaker and led to us doing this show. And in the idea of keeping your car once you get out of debt, cars need tender, loving care. We're going to talk a lot about that today. They need a name like Old Red. You think about it, you see tractors, they've been running out there in the elements since the 40s. Why do you think? Well, truth is, if you maintain a car, it lasts as long as you do. And cars need to be safe and driven safely. Wear your seatbelt. Don't speed if you're truly following Jesus. If he was driving the car ahead of you, would you be blowing by him? Because you know Jesus wouldn't be speeding. <laughs> it's estimated Americans waste, and this is, odd, this, is, this is factual stuff here, folks. It's estimated Americans waste 200 million gallons of gas a week on speeding. Again, this is a live show, and we want to hear your testimony. Anything that you may have a question about car or whatever, you got a junk question. Guess what? We got Bob here. You call us 
866-348-7884. Specifically today, what we're looking for, the story that you've got on your heart that you need to share is the time you wished, you hoped, you dreamed, like me and my Opal GT. If I could only get my hands on this car, if I could only get my hands on this computer, whatever it was, maybe it was a toy, then then my life would be made. But it turned out to be a piece of junk. You call us with that story, 866 348 7884. And as always, we want to tell you that we have so much stuff at our website. If you don't get to hear the rest of the show and you're dying to hear Bob's story, because Bob's got a lot to share. Bob's fresh off the mission field. He's got a lot he's going to share today, so you're going to want to hear that. You can tune in later. Just go to to, uh, ChristianCarGuy.com and click on the podcast page, and you can get our show later today or any show that we've done. I also uh, have a story very similar to yours. We'll get more into it in a little bit, but uh, I had that dream car, and I had to have it, and I worked and worked and worked <laughs> and uh, scrimped, scrimped and saved and, and scrounged up the money there and, and, and finally got it. But uh, Yeah, well, it, we're, we don't want to give them too much stuff now because we got to get the music and all that stuff. The bottomless I, pit. Uh, <laughs> it was a hole I poured lots of money in, brother. I've been there, done that. 866-348-7884. Of course, there at our website, we also have all about the Jesus' labor love. Had so many encouraging words this week from folks on that and, and a news station that's carrying our show in um, Kentucky, in Lexington, Kentucky. We got a volunteer form from one of the people out there. And so we're thankful and welcoming those folks that are listening now in Lexington, Kentucky. Apparently they hear it at 1 o'clock. Um, in the afternoon on Saturday. So I'm so thankful the Lord continues to grow our ministry through that. And again, if you have a question, you weren't able to call us and get it on the air today, you want to ask an expert, you can ask our Christian body shop guy, our Christian junkyard guy, any number of my Christian mechanics, all that stuff at christiancarguy.com. There's an ask an experts tab. You go there, figure out who would be best to answer your question, including me, obviously. And, you know, you email us. We get questions like that every week and I'm blessed by all of those, just it's amazing, Bob. I'm just always so thankful and encouraged when I get those emails. It's great you mentioned Kentucky because uh, I spent a lot of time in Kentucky. We were stationed in uh, Mingo County, West Virginia this week on our mission trip, and uh, we crossed the river quite often and worked a lot in Kentucky too. We are going to hear about that mission trip and so much more, but we need to hear your story. You call us, 866 866- 348-7884 during the break you call us we want to hear when your riches turn to junk we not need to know <laughs> it happens to all of us 866-34-TRUTH When did your dream, (laughs) you found out after you finally got a hold of it, it wasn't the dream car you thought or maybe the dream toy or the dream that you thought it was going to be, but it turned out that it was, in a way, maybe even your worst nightmare. It was a piece of junk. You kept pouring money into it. We would love to hear your story today, 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. When did you experienced that actually my producer told me (laughs) when he was a young man he wanted the easy bake oven (laughs) can you imagine and he asked his dad his dad said what how about a gi joe a tractor 
Uh, easy bake oven? Are you kidding me? But no, his mom came through for him. And he saw his dream begun. To, he opened up the box and there it was. Easy bake oven. Easy bake mix. You know how good that, st that stuff is, Bob? It's, Great it's stuff. Oh, easy bake everything. He thought it was going to be like a microwave. But once he plugged it in. It was nothing but a light bulb in a box. <laughs> Reality sets in hard, doesn't it, brother? Although I will say, easy bake stuff isn't all that bad. I have numbers of daughters, and I've eaten a lot of it. And, you know, it's not, it's very edible. Very edible even before you bake it. <laughs> you don't even have to add water. The mix itself is pretty tasty. But I know you've got a story on your heart right now. You've got to share it. You've got to call us, 866-348. That's 866, meaning it's toll free, and we got lines open, and we need to hear from you. 866-348-7884. Now, Bob, you, you've got your own story. The day was there. Oh, it was a beautiful red 1980 Corvette. Just absolutely just had to have it. Needed some work, you know, but it was drivable. And uh, lots of drips and, and uh, suspension issues and everything. And um, after I got her home and uh, started to realize all the... Uh, expense it the shocks were wore out replaced the shocks and the corvette shocks were extremely expensive uh our brother at lindsey tire jim uh he even helped me out with some of the work on that thing but uh the drips and the rattles and the ragged out interior and everything it just became more than um than i could do uh that i could Finance just it was tapping. Uh, so me Bob, out. inquiring minds need to know: Did that car make its way to the? Can you crush fiberglass? <laughs> <laughs> you can, but uh, it wasn't that far gone. But uh, I actually sold that car and bought my very first rollback uh, or very first wrecker. Bought sold the um, Corvette and got a wrecker, and uh, that was the beginning of my car hauling experience. I got rid of something that uh that was eating all my money and uh, found something that could help feed me a little bit. But uh, those were pretty modest days for me. All right. Well, we need, you know, this show won't be complete if you don't call in with your story. So call now. We have lines open, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. That's good. We got some ringing in now. But, Bob, there is a serious issue here. That, that, that There's people out there. They've got yard art right now. Yard art is it, our favorite thing. <laughs> and wives, do your duty. Make your husband get rid of that yard art. It's, it's sitting it's, out there. It's, it's somebody's trash is another person's treasure. I'm telling you. And the prices are real decent. We took a little, uh, a slight decrease uh, the past couple of months. But uh, the price is still really good. It's, it's, it's a pretty decent time, and uh, we're expecting it to get better, even better. What real could soon. you do with that extra mo money that if you could just unload some of that yard art that's sitting out there, it's not doing anybody good rusting into the ground. It could do you some good by, you know. And for those who's wondering what he's talking about by yard art, that's a monument that you keep, the old car that you're 
one day I'm going to fix that one <laughs> one day, and it's sitting out there yeah, just rotten pit. and wasting. And uh, sometimes it's, it's a rodent thing, you know. The they, oh, they really, definitely can be. They love the old cars. Well, we got Greg is in Greenville, South Carolina. Greg, we appreciate you calling in so much this morning. What have you got for us? Oh, uh, well, you talked about junk, and I, I happen to have some. Uh, <laughs> I had a really nice old Nissan pickup. 84, flatbed, dually in the rear. It was just oh, wow. A, it was a work horse. I love that truck. It never it never left me. I mean, it was just perfect. Old Faithful is what I called her. And uh, I needed a bigger truck. I needed one to uh, haul a tractor behind. So I said, well, I'm going to trade them. I'm going to get this. I find an 86 Ford F350 diesel flatbed. Oh, that's the one. That's the one. And I have not driven it, I've had it over a year, and I've not driven it one single time where it hasn't broke something. <laughs> Every single time. It's left me cold on the road three That's times. That's funny, actually. That's, I am well, sorry. I, it is now because, uh, you know, I'm over it. Uh, it's sitting in the yard like you, I was talking. It's sitting there. Right now it needs a battery, a uh, fuel pump, a uh, starter, and the transmission and the bell housing have separated. Um, it's just just constant. Constant. I, and a I, fuel I, pump I, on a diesel is an expensive, expensive yeah, project. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, a, I've got so much into it already. I, I, I just can't believe. I just even know anybody looking for one. Uh, <laughs> I've yeah. got a special one for you. I hear you, brother. That's uh, that brings back memories because uh, I've had several of those through the years, and uh, um, my first rollback I bought, you know, where I'd haul cars, one car on the back and then one back on the back on the, uh, stinger back there, you could haul one and tow one at the same time. But, uh, the injection pump went out on mine and that was one of the, my first diesel mechanic experiences. And, uh, <laughs> I that, was one of, that was the first one for me too. Injection pump, $685. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. it, it, it sounds like you got a pretty decent deal on that because the one I had to get was like 1300 or something like that. Well, that was but, just for the pump. That wasn't the labor. Right. Oh, man. I did the labor myself on that one, and I was really proud because I just took it to a friend of mine's place, and uh, I did it, but I did it out there in the front where I could run inside and say, hey, is this right? <laughs> I, I, I wasn't comfortable doing it unassisted, but I couldn't really afford at that time to uh, have somebody do it. So uh, I did it with a little tutelage there. Well, yeah, yeah, they're not they're kind of complicated. you got to know what you're doing. Well, well, God bless you, Greg. We appreciate you calling in with that story. Uh, it's amazing how many times we don't realize we have what we were supposed to have all along but we just, the grass looks greener. You know, that's the kind of thing that happens out there. I appreciate so much. You can call in with your story. We would love to hear it. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in to share your, it was your dream car, but then something just didn't work out. We got Eric Merkel. Oh, we're gonna, he's our guest from Ford. We're going to get him here at the bottom of the hour. You're going to want to hear some sales analyst stuff, but we need to hear your call about your story. You know, you bought this car. And you thought it was going to be the one, or maybe it was a toy or something like our, uh, <laughs> like our, uh, our host, our producer had. So we got Andrea. She's calling in with her story from when she thought it was going to be her treasure. It just didn't turn out that way. And we've got Eric with Ford coming up. He's going to give us some big information from Ford about the sales trends in America. You're going to need to stay tuned. We got a lot. Christian Car Guys coming up. So stay tuned.
covered with grease from my head to my feet. My hands are cut and callous. Spent all my bucks on a broke-down truck, broke-down solid dollars. When did your dream turn to dust? <laughs> when did you think, man, if I could just get this particular car and it didn't work out? That's what we would love to hear from you today. 866-348-7884 is the number to call into the Christian Car Guys show today. 866-348-7884. Now, as promised, we have Eric Merkel here. He is a sales analyst with Ford, and there's some breaking news I think we all need to be aware of, isn't there, Eric? Yes. How are you doing, Robbie? I'm doing great. We're so appreciative of you uh, making yourself available to share this information because there's a lot going on in the American car market that a lot of people aren't aware of. Oh, it's, it's changing all the time, I tell you. You know, um, what we're seeing right now, though, is we're seeing the mid-sized uh, sedan segment that really seems to be taking off. In fact, it's growing at a rate that's uh, twice that of the overall industry right now, at least for the, we estimate, the first half of the year. So it's uh, running right around uh, 27% increase uh, in the first half over last year compared to an industry that's running about 13 to 14%. So um, mid-sized sedans are doing very well, and that's really shaping up to be a a tremendous segment um, over the next, uh, certainly over the next 12 to 18 months, as there's so much uh, product activity going on in that segment. Four out of the five top-selling uh, mid-sized sedans, which also includes the Fusion, um, are uh, are going to be all new and uh, for this year. So there's a lot of competition. It's interesting. It's reminiscent of to me and maybe to Bob as well. You know, for years, the mid-sized segment of the American car market was the heart and soul. It was the old Cutlass. It was a Ford Taurus. It was it was all those cars that really were Americana. Um, oh. But then it, it kind of went to SUVs, and it went to all minivans and all sorts of different places. It's interesting to see it go back. Well, what's interesting is if you take a look at the uh, the small car segment, it's been a very it's a very large part of uh, of our overall industry. Uh, in fact, it's uh, almost twenty percent. But the midsize is. Uh, Right, uh, right behind it, uh, not too far, about seventeen uh, percent, and we expect that to that gap to close as as people move from. Not that small cars are going away; small cars are still performing very well in the industry, but uh, you know, it'll people will gradually shift from some of the larger cars uh, to midsize, as and we'll see those midsize cars rise a bit more as we go into the next twelve to eighteen months, and the fuel economy. Uh, is really being uh, the fuel economy envelope is really being pushed. Uh, so you're going to get uh, the Ford Fusion in the fall, which uh, 37 miles per gallon with a 1.6 EcoBoost in it, and then you're going to have a offering of a hybrid with 47, at least 47 MPG in the city, 44 on the highway, and then uh, for the first time in the segment, uh, a plug-in hybrid with what we call our Fusion Energy. Uh, which is uh, rated at 100 MPGE. So wow. a lot of choice for customers. That's amazing that you said that uh, about the mileage because I was sitting here waiting for a break there, and I was going to jump in and ask you if you thought the midsize were doing better because of the uh, great improvements in the mileage, and uh, that's got to be driving it, doesn't it? Oh, yes. I mean, it, well, you've got a, a couple of things happening, really. You've got, again, the newer product, the fresher product coming out. With the fresher product comes all of the strides that are made in terms of uh, gaining fuel economy. And that, that gap between a small car and uh, 
going to close dramatically. 37 miles per gallon with a conventional internal combustion engine is just a, a phenomenal feat. It really uh, plays out well. Now, Eric, do you see this affecting resale values at all? Um, in terms of the, the fuel, well, I can tell you with Fusion, the resale value for Fusion is at the very top end of the segment, very much in line with according Camry. And what we find with the buyer of midsize, they, they're, they're, they have been very pragmatic. They want uh, good uh, resale value, so they want uh, good residuals. Um, they want uh, good fuel efficiency. Uh, they want a, a good dependable transportation. So J.D. Power's vehicle dependability study in the midsize sedan segment, Fusion, was number one. So we want to check all those rational boxes for them, but then also give them something special from a design perspective, which, quite frankly, we just don't think that uh, Camry and Accord have at this point in time. Yeah, they're very they're very sterile compared to you know, the excitement that, that, that American manufacturers have always offered, in my view, you know, I'm just saying, that's my opinion, but, you know, that's that's part of it. Now, being a sales, you know, I have to ask this question because it's a, it's a thing that came to my mind. What a joy it is to have you, somebody that studies this kind of stuff every day. What, do you, as you look into the sales crystal ball, Eric, <laughs> what do you see out there on the horizon that might surprise us? That might surprise us. I think, you know, a lot of people with the utilities, the utility segment is, I always call it one of the most misunderstood segments of the industry today. And, uh, you know, we, we believe it's uh, very misunderstood. And the utility segment is very large. And um, it, uh, but the, what's going on within the utility segment is what surprises so many people because it's almost 50% now that's made up of, within the utility segment are small utilities. So a number of people are going to smaller utilities, like uh, products like the Ford Escape, which are all new Escape is right now just hitting dealership lots. So you folks in uh, your area, your North Carolina, will likely be able to, uh, can likely go out and start seeing those vehicles on, uh, on dealer lots now. How about the mileage on the Escape? Uh, they got that way up there too now? Yeah, it's uh, 33 miles per gallon on the highway. So uh, it's, again, a very fuel-efficient offering. And you're, you know, you've got a, a vehicle that provides a tremendous amount of room. Um, and it provides really people are looking for balance, and especially as a lot of the baby boomers now are becoming, um, you know, they're, they're becoming empty nesters uh, in an increasing number. They're finding that, yeah, they still want room, but they don't need as much as they uh, perhaps did 10 years ago when they had uh, teenagers and, you know, soccer and all these events that parents are involved in. No longer need a bus, huh? <laughs> no, no, exactly. So what we're, we're always very much in tune with the market and really looking for the next thing in terms of what is it that people are looking for because people's needs, their wants, what they're needing in a vehicle, it changes a lot over time, uh, depending on what stage in their life they happen to be at. Wow, Eric, what a blessing it's been to have you here with us today. I just thank you so much. And Ford's partnership with us always in, in providing us with the latest information on what's going out there in the automotive market. Thanks for joining us today, Eric. I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you, Robbie. It's, it's been a pleasure, and I look forward to chatting with you again sometime. Thank I you. hope so soon. Thanks, Eric. Okay. All right. Well... 
There's an update from our friends at Ford, but we would love to hear from you today on when did your, you, you were hoping, you were dreaming. I know we got Andrea coming up in a second. We're going to, we're going to, but, wh- or maybe you've got some other car question. This is your time to call in 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH is the number to call in. But we, we do also want to hear from Bob because he's fresh off the mission field You've been up there in West Virginia the last week. You've seen some real change with that youth in your church, hadn't you, Bob? Amen, brother. It's been a great, great, uh, I would say my best experience uh, with our group because uh, the change was just so, so awesome. Uh, we got there, and, and myself, I'm expecting, okay, we're going to West Virginia. We'll be in the mountains. It's going to be nice and cool. I think the low temperature, the, the <laughs> low of a, the highs of the week, was uh 93 or something like that we had 97 one day it was just extremely hot and we were down in a valley and not much air moving through there but um they all just really got serious about the work and everything we met another group from ohio that came down and there were over 50 young people uh from both groups there so it was just a great great experience for me got to meet some people we were in the area of the Hatfield and McCoy stuff and uh we got to go by the cemetery one day but uh just to see the change it made in the young people uh, when they get a chance to serve Jesus have you ever noticed this that, that all of a sudden this light comes on at some point in time that wow there is such joy in serving the Lord and those kids and when they, they they come alive in Christ, realizing the, the, the beauty of service, don't you think? Some some young, a lot of young people are very me-oriented, <clears throat> and uh, myself included, I can be very me-oriented. And you're a young person, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go, brother. But uh, getting out and doing for others, and the fact that they got to see people in extreme poverty, I think that was one of the best things for them to help them realize just how good they have it. And, uh, and the only difference between them and the young people up there is that they were born into a different situation. God placed them there. These kids haven't done anything to earn that. But they still uh, had joy. You were telling me that, that you looked at the people that you would think would be in poverty, but spiritually were they in poverty? No, they were, some, they were very grateful to have us there. They love to tell that they all have a story. You know, everybody up there has a story. And, and some of them wanted to connect ourselves to the Hatfields and the McCoys. And, and we actually, uh, we painted two uh, homes and then we washed a, another one preparing it to be painted next week. And um, he was he was a McCoy, James McCoy, and wow. he was a direct descendant. He was the real McCoy, uh, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> he was a direct descendant of Uriah. So um, there you go. It's uh, it was a pretty cool thing, and but uh, just like I say, the spiritual growth uh, our young people experienced and uh, their excitement to work. We had some uh, of the younger ones that had never been on anything like that before, and uh, just the excitement they had and and the want their desire to please people and to learn new things you know they were just very exciting for me we got andrea we appreciate her so much she's been hanging on forever in louisville kentucky andrea you're on the did i say your name right on is it andrea or Andrea? okay it's either or (laughs) i love flexibility (laughs) what what have you got for us oh thank you well first i just wanted to just um 
just praise the Lord for you all. Thank you so much. I'm really blessed by listening to you, and um, just just thank you so much for giving Him the glory. It's uh, it's so necessary it for is. everything. I agree. It is a joy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually would like to avoid a story. So um, that's why I'm calling to ask you for some, uh, I guess, <laughs> There advice, you go. Please. That's a good idea. <laughs> um, of course, it's not anything. I just came back from uh, serving as a missionary in Israel for a while. And um, so, and um, met my husband while I was there. He's from Bethlehem. And um, we moved back here. We're newlyweds. And we're just sort of, we're just starting completely fresh. I sold everything before I moved uh, out there to work. And um, so... I'd like something I'm going to get. Uh, we have a little something now, Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi Lancer, and um, it's a blessing. And I just wanted something a little bit larger. And um, we have a friend with a car dealership who uh, we can pay with no interest, and that's a major blessing. And um, anyway, I'm looking at a Buick Rendezvous, a Suzuki XL7, and... Uh, another one I don't remember, um, but I'm test driving three today. I'm not making any big decisions today. But anyway, I just I, I that's I'm saying the word want because it is what I want. Of course, we have a vehicle here we we can use too because we work on two completely different sides of town. And yeah, well, one of the things that that you can do the ChristianCarGuy.com is a great resource because you'll you'll find that there's a defect resource page. You can find it in the um, index where you can go to that page and it will tell you on Buick Rendezvous what's been the number one complaints on them or on the Suzuki you're looking at. And you can put in the exact model. It'll tell you all the complaints that have come in on those cars to give you an idea of that. But, you know, God wants you to have the desires of your heart. I mean, that's part. He put those desires in there to some extent. And I know you're walking with the Lord if you've been a missionary. So, you know, realize he wants you to, he wants you to have that. Um, you know, make sure you kind of write them out. What do I want gas mileage? What am I going to need for my family? What kind of room do I need? Um, some people have medical issues with their back. I see a lot of people get into trouble because they bought something that didn't fit their body well. And then, you know, they, they, they're terribly uncomfortable. And, and he's looking at me because I'm six foot five and poured into that Opal GT. That's he's laughing. <laughs> but <laughs> those are all things to consider. But I've written lots and lots of articles on how to buy a car and those kind of things. And they're all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. But again, our prayer is always, and, and fi- I cannot, and I know you're doing it, and I appreciate it, and, and I think that the Lord has the perfect car for you, and, and just be sensitive along the way. So that would be my okay. advice, and I thank you for calling in. What a blessing. Well, God bless you, and thank you. Can I ask one more quick one? Sure. Sorry. <laughs> is it, is it, I've also looked at Edmunds.com and a couple of other places. Um, I know like there's Kelly black book or something like this, but I look at these kinds of things. Are those, I mean, how accurate, and I also look at the government websites with the gas mileage, and and they seem to be a little lower than what people say the gas mileage actually is. I mean, can I rely on on their information, and I mean, do you know? The way that that you probably drive compared to most people, I would go with whatever the EPA said it was, because most of us who drive like human beings... Um, <laughs> don't experience the bad gas mileage that unfortunately the average American who speeds a lot does experience. So I, I have a feeling you're going to get better gas mileage than what a lot of people get. But there, I hope that's helpful. Thank you, Andrea. We got God Sharon. You. Thank, you. Thank you. We got Sharon coming up um, in a minute. And we got to get to our appraisal by the Real Black Book. Stay tuned.
Oh, I hope you can enjoy that with me, that you can go to the Lord and when you've forgotten, when you've found yourself in possession of that junk and you've walked away from him and he reminds you who you are, what a joy that is. I hope you get as much out of that as I do. I just, that song, I could listen to it for hours. But we got Sharon in Thomasville who has a question. We got to get to her. We're talking about junk today. Sharon, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Hey, Bobby. Just love, love, love your show. And I don't really have a, I just have a kind of a, want to tell you how God has led you to just have the right guest on the program today with Eric. I am a baby boomer, an empty nester. Uh, have been driving my Dodge Caravan for 12 years now, which with the economy the way it is, uh, my husband and I just decided we were going to take care of it and drive it till the doors fall off. And uh, just God has just blessed us and blessed us. But I just wanted to say I've got 188,000 miles, and uh, the guy, Eric, was just a wonderful guest. And I want to encourage your listeners to not be ashamed of driving an old car. My husband was out of work for three years, and a lot of things transpired. We were in the building business for 25 years, and, you know, it's just been a very difficult economy. And I just said the other day, I was sitting in the parking lot, and I said, you know, sitting inside of a Saab and a Lexus, and I said, Lord, do you want me to keep driving this 12-year-old caravan? And he says, you know, I really do, Sharon. And uh, I just want to encourage your guests to stay strong and that God will provide, whether it's a Ford Escape or a Ford Focus, which is exactly what I'm, I'm thinking about. Um, you know, I just oh, Sharon, to... I, I, I got to tell you something. That's, it's like you're speaking to my heart because I, I wrote an article. It's actually at ChristianCarGuy.com right now. If you read the end of that article, what it says is for those of you who pull up to a stoplight next to a Lexus or a BMW and you're driving like me, you're driving old red with you know, 300,000, 330,000 miles on it. (laughs) Then I say, you know what? Praise God that he's given you the freedom from the need to keep up with the Joneses, that he's given you the freedom to walk out of, you know, away from debt and the freedom to use your resources to build the kingdom. And, 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 and so maybe the Lord's given some people Alexis, but he's, he's given me old red, then God bless us that we can do that. And your testimony is more than awesome, Sharon. And I'm so glad you shared that because there's so many people out there who have exactly the same feeling. And I salute you. I do. Thank you. God bless you. I salute you. And I just ask God's blessings all over you, your family, your show, your life. And I just praise him because he has been, has blessed me beyond measure. And I thank him for my old red pudding too. God bless you, Robbie. Have a great day. Thank you, Sharon. Oh, wow. It's stuff like that that makes this this so rewarding. Well, I, I promised this Isaiah passage, so I got to get to it just quickly. I'm going to tell you that what Isaiah told the Israelites then was that it shall come to pass that the glory of Jacob will wane and the fatness of the flesh will grow lean as when the harvester gathers grain and he reaps with his arm. And that reaping, I want to want you to think about it for a minute. When you fall away from the vine, one of the things that happens as you turn rotten and ripe is you're going to turn colors and you're also going to quit growing and then you're going to let go of the vine. If you think about a piece of fruit, what happens to it? It was a tomato, it was green, it was still growing, but when it starts to turn red, it's actually dying and once it disconnects from the vine, then there it goes. It's ready to be harvested. Think about Revelation. Think about places in the Scripture where they talk about this harvest. 
Well, how do you get to keep from doing that? Well, interesting, at the end of Isaiah right there in that same passage, what it says is yet gleaning grapes will be left in, like the shaking of an olive tree. Two or three olives will be left in the uppermost branches, four or five in the fruitful branches. Cling on to that vine. I'm telling you, it may be a wild ride as they're shaking the branch, but you got to cling on to the vine. Bob, thank you so much for, wow, sharing all that you do. And, and with us today, I appreciate you so much. It's great to be here, brother, as always. All right. Now, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And whatever you do this week, remember to cling on to that branch. Don't turn color and don't turn loose. <laughs> Because as you walk away from Jesus, help. I love that song, Sid. Remind me, Lord, who I am in you. Remind me how I can get my strength, how I can be connected to the root. Those are all things that your folks learn this on this mission trip, Bob. Awesome that they uh, all had uh, had such a great experience and life-changing stuff that it will stick with them. I felt You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.